Hey, everybody. You're listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast. I'm Steve Kettleson. We have a great show for you today. We're going to go over the Houston result. We're going to talk about the Portland U.S. Open Cup match that nobody really wants to play. And we are going to go over roster construction and what's in store for the Sounders over the over the coming weeks and months. So stay tuned. Strap in. we got a special guest today, Adam Weigel, in the house from Bootstrapper Studios. So Hang on, it's going to be a wild ride. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltland, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B-Team. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Flounders V Team Podcast. I'm sitting here in studio with uh, a few of my very close friends. Uh, I'm here with Kevin Zamira. Say hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. All right. And uh, who else we got here? Muffin? Yeah, this is Tim Hamilton. Muffin top model on the Twitters. Welcome to the dining room table, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. And then a uh, special guest in studio today. Who do we have? Who do we have? Adam Weigel. Hello, hello, Adam. How are you today? <laughs> that, was, that was my podcast voice. It's <laughs> absolutely important. I might, I, to the main stage. It. To the main stage, Adam Weigel. <laughs> Pour some sugar Jesus, on me. Pie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your what's your uh, what's your stripper dance song then? Uh, I haven't put much thought into it. Okay. Well, we'll check in at the end of the <laughs> I'll cast. I'll have to think about that for a little while. And I met you last night, baby. <laughs> All Somebody right. said the Muppet Show theme song <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Maybe that would be it. You definitely have the beard. 
Uh, are you a furry man? <laughs> no. <laughs> so what do we talk about on this podcast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we forgot, <laughs> actually. <laughs> okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Our first segment here, we're going to talk a little bit about the Houston result. I keep wanting to say Dallas because, I mean, Texas, who cares? But tell me more. Tell me more. What did we think about that, uh, about that lovely match? Uh, honestly. Uh, Will Bruin was pretty... We had the last time we recorded. We had no idea what the starting lineup. We were had way no off clue. By like three or oh, four guys. Absolutely. So Bruin, we weren't expecting to play. He mm-hmm. played. Uh, Torres, we weren't expecting to yep. play. He played. Marshall, um, we thought was broke too. Marshall, I mean, yeah, it just seemed like I don't know if they were just a great poker face or or what, but we were out. We were out of uh, out in the cold. We didn't know. So uh, our hey. starting lineup. You're Needless to say, we were pleasantly surprised. Right. Oh God, yeah. Like as soon as we got to the stadium, and I saw that Live Sounders had put that put out the lineup, I'm like, oh, "This is totally different from what we expected." And yeah. I got my little, I started twirling my mustache, right? My evil, my evil. <laughs> <laughs> I started annoying everybody around me in the stands. Right. Like, did you see this lineup? Did you see? I'm I'm looking at it, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, usually. I'm, at you know when you're at the game on game day they have you know two separate groups the the starters warm up with yep. I think Dave Tenney, I believe and then the uh, the bench players kind of play five v two on another side so um, I didn't go to the game but I'm assuming if you are sitting there that close to the team you could probably tell you know which group is which right. just by who's sitting and mm-hmm. playing where um, did you go to the match yeah yeah it was a lot of fun Adam I was yeah yeah I I was in uh, I I sit in uh, 121 with ECS there every every week it's a lot of fun yep yep you I, yeah i ran into you at the yep. at the top of the round halftime i think yeah it was yeah. yeah it was it was super it was great i mean no it was i i had listened i had actually pulled into uh uh my parking spot and i was about halfway through with your guys' episode from last from that from the previous week, oh, okay. and then I listened to it on the way home oh, right on. after we won, <laughs> and that's when I sent the tweet like, "Oh, you guys were sad <laughs> and wrong," <laughs> but great podcast. It was it was great. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're off like but I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, so the the original the the we had no idea what the roster was going to be like. We ended up with. Uh, do you have a roster in front I'm of you? I'm staring at it right okay, now. Okay, yeah. so run through who we had to start. Uh, Fry and goal shocker. Uh, shocker. Left to right, across, well, right to left across the back. As you look at it, I mean Evans, Torres, Marshall, and Jones in the back four. Um, we're doing a four four two, by the way. Roldan, Alonzo, Svensson, and Fernandez, and then up top we have Ladera Bruin. Um, so I mean, I guess. Formations are formations. People are going to kind of float and amoeba to where they need to be. But a four four two seemed to work right away. Uh, do you want me to mention Houston's back? Well, yeah. Yes, That'd okay. be lovely. <laughs> Derek in goal uh, across the back. Remick, former sounder. Leonardo uh, Machado and De La Garza on the back. Mm-hmm. That was it, pretty close to what uh, Dynamo Theory had predicted, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, Dynamo Theory, yeah, the, I mean, the, the audio is somewhat broken up. I I didn't get to hear who exactly we were facing. Oh, the, the web, we, we looked it up. We looked up okay. her prediction on the website um, while we were going. And uh, if you went back and listened, uh, we were able to piece it together pretty well. So, um, But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. 4-3-3. Uh, three, three. So in the middle, Cabezas, Alex, and Clark, Ricardo Clark. 
Up top, uh, Minotas, Torres, and Wenger. Who? Wenger. Who? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, we've played them before. I, I think they were missing. Uh, I don't know. Are they missing any players? They, um, they didn't yeah. seem nearly as scary as they were the last time. No, they were missing their uh, main, um, uh, what's his name? Not uh, De La Garza, but the other guy. Kyoto was the injury from last week, and uh, he was uh, expected to be uh, quite a difference maker if he was going to play position uh, forward. Oh. He was their striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, terrific. So, so Kyoto. as a Kyoto's result, missing. Kyoto. Kyoto. It sounds like a, a Star Trek villain. Kyoto. Captaining the rogue <laughs> battle cruiser. Okay, all right. Quality, <laughs> quality, quality radio here, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, lost our train of thought. My apologies. Choo-choo. All right, uh, so, no, that was the starting lineup. Um, I thought we immediately held the ball, moved the ball well. Um, they, their biggest, I mean, they, they don't have you know, one point on the road, so they're not a good road team. Um, you know, that and turf, hell, what? Yeah, I thought, though, overall, I mean, that being said, with not a good road team, missing an injured player, missing yep. one of their strong forwards, I, I still thought we were just dominant. I was really, really pleased with the performance overall. Um, and I, I tried to key in on like a few things. I know I've been pretty hard on Torres as a center back. Um, but I think two things. He's a little better passer than I thought. I thought Houston was purposefully – letting him pass out of the back. Marshall's been fantastic passing lately. I don't think he's missed a pass in two or three games. So he's been looking great. I thought they were purposefully hanging off of Torres um, and letting him pass out of the back, but he would connect. Like, Ladero would come in central, and Torres did a pretty good job, especially in the first half, of finding him. Um, The only thing I wanted him to do was find him quicker. Because there were times where Houston would push – We'd have the ball across our own 18, and they would push five, six guys into our half. Mm-hmm. But then there were five guys still in the other half, so they were super stretched. Um, and I just wanted Torres to find some players a little quicker, but so, I thought Torres did a good job actually playing out of the back in the first half. He, he had a couple miscues in the second half, but overall he's a better passer out of the back than I thought. So as a coach, can you talk a little bit about why that secondary distribution is important? Well, it, it depends on how you want to play. And I think Schmetzer wants to play out of the back, right? If you, um, I think a, a contrast that we all probably know it would be Leicester City from last year. Their two center backs couldn't pass for crap and they didn't move out of that position. They just stood in the way and cleared the ball because they had Conte in front of them who could pass really, really well. Um, and they stayed in a pretty strict formation. The Sounders don't. They float. They move. Mm-hmm. Ladero goes places. Dempsey goes places. Um, so you need players in the back that can find those angles and find those lanes. It's why I was a pretty big fan of Svensson uh, at the back mm-hmm. to begin with because he's such a good passer. Um, but I think that that was the other key for me is that Svensson is a defensive center midfielder. And I think he's a very good one. So uh, you want those players out of the back that can pass. Um, so when you when you have Marshall, um, when you have Torres kind of opening up and we're pushing our outside backs higher, 
Svensson can kind of drop in a little bit and be almost that third center back and play in between them. And now you have three guys that can pass out of the back and find Dempsey, Bruin, Ladero, floating Morris, hopefully when he's, you know, back. Um, you, you can find those guys. So I think it's really important that we have good passers out of the back there. The look of amazement that's on the... <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He, he's wicked yeah. smart. we got this wicked smart analyst over here. Huh? I believe him. I be- <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you think, Adam? Um, it's <laughs> I, <laughs> believe, I believe him. <laughs> I, you, you, I told you I wasn't good at analysis. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> No, and just, I told you, honestly, I'm, it's whatever you see. It. That's that's yeah. what you part about. I saw podcast. a lot of flags. Uh, <laughs> is that? You weren't the first to know. Yeah. Flags. <laughs> so, well, talk about your. Well, you're here. Talk about your yeah. experience at the match. Um, yeah. So it was kind of a weird day because I had a U23 game down in Olympia. Oh, okay. Um, and then the game ended, and I had a very, relatively speaking, short time to get from Olympia back up there. So anyway, mm-hmm. I got that's there. Cool. I got there, and and it was like in and go kind of a thing kind of a mm-hmm. situation so i didn't get to enjoy the normal kind of milling about i missed the lineup yeah as they took the field it's like oh look who's playing mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was it was actually um a, a situation where i didn't even think i was going to make it first off but uh i ended up being getting there by myself and uh just enjoyed enjoyed the match i don't really have a lot to add to it i don't i mean after yeah, yeah. that i really don't know what else to say <laughs> Um, just I, seeing, uh, seeing, uh, Bruins goal, I mean, right there in front of us, uh-huh. right? Like, I mean, just, just feet away from where, where I was standing, mm-hmm. coming into the net, looking right up into, uh, GA, into ECS, given, given, you know, shaking the net, giving the thumbs up <laughs> and then hearing the entire, uh, the entire, uh, GA start singing thumbs up Bruin thumbs up um was just it was it it was because there that wasn't rehearsed that wasn't like hey everybody we're gonna do thumbs up Bruin thumbs up right it was just, just kind of like everybody just oh yeah I get it let's go yeah and that was that was really that was really cool and then yeah. as he was leaving the pitch at the end of the match mm-hmm. uh we started doing that and that's when he kind of that's when you saw it oh you're on. you're singing it you're singing to me to about me. me that's my song <laughs> or that's my chant or whatever and he was like ah and he got this like big grin on his face and that was that was fantastic those are the moments that I really enjoyed absolutely that's yeah. why we like Bruin I mean he he is he's a big body he plays right. with heart but he's also a character and can can enjoy it. he's not too serious yeah I mean I, I episodes past I've always been rooting for this like asshole kind of player that you know that will get dirty and get into it, but he's he's probably the best of both worlds. He's got a good sense of humor. He's got skill and he's got size and he has fun. He's already endeared himself to our crowd yeah, very much. I think uh, whatever the team's doing to keep winning these coin tosses and going north the first half and then south into the Broman the second half is huge because we always have these moments in the second half that just are right in front of our fans and. It, it's just really fun to watch and be a part of, even though I'm at the other end. From my perspective, I, it, it's going into the south, and I'm a little bit north, <laughs> uh, east, as far as where my seats are. Hey, it wins a win. I'm, I'm okay with that. I can always watch it. Every right. Time. Right on, man. Right on. So what other takeaways do we have from the Houston match? Uh, a lot of, I mean, defensively, we had a solid back four for the first time. This mm-hmm. is the the defense that we want to continue to roll out. Um with what Evans, Torres, Marshall, mm-hmm. and then stability. Jones. Um, it looked like we were giving 
them a little bit more space so that it wasn't just like you know you, you know the guy is wicked fast so you're going to give him about five yard cushion and then uh, try not to be even with him because then it's a foot race and you're going to lose that so uh, limit those over the top through balls you know, I saw maybe half dozen versus what smoked us the first just time like wild them. crosses oh well, don't I mean, want those Torres last last time we played him Torres was kind of shoulder to shoulder with a player you know even with him and then mm-hmm. all you have to do is just play the ball out of Torres's reach and he'll never get to it the player just ran past him for a goal um here there was only one time that Torres was wider than the player um but that was just kind of a bad giveaway and and we we almost had to pay for it was that at the end hmm. yep yes oh, that... sorry i'm nodding no that was, yeah that was our <laughs> one mistake i thought yep at the offensively back. i mean uh we haven't even talked about the goal yet but a lot of the movement without the ball creates the space. You're talking about playing it out of the back. When Lodero takes his guy left, right, up, down, you, you, you lose track of him, and then all of a sudden he checks to the ball quickly, and you, well, you've already created yourself five, six yards to receive the ball, and then you can turn. Uh, and then you, you know, if you've got that kind of vision like Lodero has, then he can put it wherever he wants. So that helps too. So kids at home, move without the ball. <laughs> and... Uh, if the kid's really fast, give him a lot of space. Yeah. Try my, to get your angles early. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, I'm I'm always trying to get my defenders to let the guy – if the guy's going to go by you, let him go by wide. Let mm-hmm. him go by down the line because your angles get so small. And especially with youth and, and amateurs um, – yeah, sorry. No, you're right. Somebody's barbecue's coming in the window. Yeah, it smells, it smells good. good. Um, <laughs> well, uh, just get them out wide and, and – Get them down, you know, smaller angles, uh, worse angles, I'm sorry. Um, and the goal gets so much smaller. If you're looking at it from from the from the corner, the goal, I mean, the surface area of the goal is probably only a foot and a half wide. As you get, as you get, <laughs> well, Steve Kettleson. <laughs> so if you've been listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast, still on? Yeah, I don't think we're on air right on. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's some, you there's some buzzing going on somewhere. No, we're still live. This is a test a, of your emergency broadcast system. Yeah, Amber Alert. Jesus. Oh. All right, where were we? Anyway, uh, push them out wide. They don't have an angle to shoot at. Let uh, let the uh, let the touchline be an extra defender. If they lose it off the end, you know it's your ball. So. Yeah, I thought kind of my takeaways from the game too were offensively we still could use a few more finishers. Bruin's been fantastic, and and I've heard as well, read things as well, where the locker room loves him, the guys love him. That's great. Yeah, which he, so he's fitting in perfectly, and he's a good center forward. He can give you a goal when you need it. Um, so that's awesome. I still think we could use another attacking center midfielder, another winger. I think you know another finisher, and it sounds like Loggerway is doing some work, trying to bring some guys in. Those are the rumors that I'm reading online. So that's awesome. Um, I still have faith in Loggerway to, to bring in some people. So I'm good with that. I feel like my, you got to go sign a center back proclamation from the last podcast is confirmed because yeah, when we have our guys, they are good. They are really, really good. But if Torres goes out, if Evans goes out, I think we're in trouble. I don't know. Who fills in we've for Evans? Seen, yeah, we've seen what happens. And he makes our back line way better. And, okay, yeah, 
Svensson can fill in for one guy, Marshall or Torres. But then he can't fill in for anybody in defensive center mid. So you need a start-worthy center back. I really, truly believe that Lagerway needs to sign a start-worthy, not not necessarily like the best center back, but somebody that can come in and do a really good Marshall or a really good Torres impersonation. Somebody that can give us, because I think we're so close. Like Evans goes down, oh, Mm -hmm. who goes in for him? Torres or Marshall, Ozzy Alonso gets hurt. I mean, he has, he's got a history of injuries. Mm-hmm. He, Svensson can't fill in all those spots. No. He can't. Like, you have one God guy that can fill in once. for Evans or Torres or Marshall or Alonso. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to go back and take a look, and I'll do some counting of how many games we've played. Torres signed last year, right? He, this is his second half, season. This is two, yeah, yeah. Two years okay. ago. This he came back. So, he came back last year. Yes. So how injury. many yeah. games right. have we had Evans, Torres, Marshall, Alonzo, all on the field together starting? Like out of the possible however many games Torres has been around for. Like I wonder how many games they've all started together over the past two seasons. I'd be curious to see. Because maybe what I'm thinking, maybe I'm, I'm just making stuff up. No. But I feel like Evans gets hurt. Torres gets hurt. Alonzo does get hurt now. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshall can go in and out of games. He's always one bad header away from something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, we really only have one guy that can fill in for all of them more than competently. I, I still don't think Dellum's a good backup. Um, I don't think Alfaro is a good backup. At center back? or at left Alfaro back? at center back is, is not good enough. It's too big of a drop-off in skill and ability for Marshall and Torres. He will be one day, but he's not right now. Svensson could go fill in there, but we don't. We just have one guy to fill in for all of them, and that, that worries me a lot. When we're, when we're all out there, that's awesome. But, you know, like um, I'm going to call out, call out our friend Nate Bowling. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> texted or and said, you still think we need to sign a center back? This is the first time we've had our starting back four in 15 games. I'm like, uh-huh. I That's think you exactly just made my point why. for yeah. me. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're almost halfway through the season, and we just now finally got a healthy back line. And, yeah, they're really good, but we need we need somebody else that can be a start-worthy center back. And, I mean, I guess really a start-worthy right back, too, unless I'm missing somebody. I mean, Evans to Dellum. <laughs> so we've got That's so a, many well, players. I guess it's a goal. Fisher. Right, if Fisher comes back, we're Fisher okay. Fisher on the right. Okay. Dellum so not the, the right back. Band, but like the, yeah, we need Svensson's another center back. Fifth option under Roldan. Yeah. We have a lot of versatility, but we've got a lot of players that... Yeah, Roldan should not be going out to right back. You could put a catcher at first base, but it's not the same as having your first right. baseman. No, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. So what about on the left? Are we are we? Pretty, I'm okay with Jones. Okay? As a, yeah, I'm okay, okay with Jones as a left back because he, he pushes forward and Evans is really smart about reading the game and stays tucked in when he needs to. Um, or you get Alonzo or um, Roldan or Svensson playing center defensive mid and they can tuck in. I'm just a fan of if you know out of your back four if one of those guys goes taken off or right. So let's say Jones takes off and Evans is high up the field. You need to drop your defensive center mid in. You got to keep three back there. You can't just leave two. And and I think specifically for the Sounders, as good as Torres and Marshall are, you can't just leave those two. No, that well, that yeah. worries me a little bit. And we didn't we, we didn't do that against Houston. We were smart. Like 
Svensson's smart, and Alonzo and Roldan, they're smart too, but they, they would hold, right, when, when we started setting our outside backs. So um, I think we're fine at left back. Jones is a good left back. All right. Um, I mean, when Fisher comes back, we'll have more cover at outside back. I'll feel a lot more comfortable there. But I still think where we're what makes us really good, what makes a what makes us championship level team, is the center backs and the defensive center mids. Um, we're one of the few teams in the MLS that can just lock it down when those four positions are at 100 percent and playing well. That there aren't many MLS teams outside of Toronto that I think could just lock it down. And we can when those guys are on the field. That was shown again um, against Houston, just like it was in our championship run the season before. But if we get hurt, man, oh, we can't lock it down anymore. And we don't necessarily have all these goal scorers. Like Morris isn't quite 100%. Dempsey's not the same Dempsey. Bruin can get you a goal, but Ladero's still not firing on all cylinders no. like he was last year. He looked really good against Houston. I was like, oh, that's the old Ladero. That that's that's the old Nico, mm-hmm. so I'd be happy with him. But if we can't just lock down a game and and win one zero, um, then we're in trouble. They returned into Colorado last year. Yeah, yep. So, I have, so I have a question for you then. Mm. The 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 players that you just named, uh, Dempsey, Ladero, mm-hmm. uh, Morris. What is it? What is it that you think is happening that has caused them to drop off from what they were doing? Obviously, Dempsey's back this year, but 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 when we had the three of them for that what two three games, it was like, it was like, it was like the what's, I can't think of the analogy from the basketball in the Olympics, from forever dream team dream team, dream team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right it was literally like that for a couple mm-hmm. of games and then mm-hmm. and then Dempsey's heart things took him out mm-hmm. what what has changed, well from your perspective I think, Dempsey's still figuring out how to play with Ladero. Um, I think Morris is not 100%, and I don't think we know Morris's best position yet. I think he plays better out on the left than he does as that main striker. So I think he's still trying to figure out how to play out there, even though I think that's his best position. But, yeah, I think those guys are still trying to figure each other out. Um, right. So Morris physically, I don't think he's 100%. Ladero is just not the same Ladero he was last season, and I, I can't tell you why. I can't figure out – why he's <laughs> not changed. yeah i don't know what's changed i'm right. not sure um honestly I, I think the answer is is stability you know if we have the same back four and then we put in ozzy and and rolled on then what do we do once everybody's healthy and playing you know i i think that that dempsey and i think that ladero are trying to compensate for a lot of the weaknesses you know in our back where they they don't get to be themselves because they're always kind of looking over their shoulder, making sure they're helping out the kids. So you think they're trying to do too much? I think they right. don't. Okay. Yeah. I think that that's sense. honestly, if we have everyone can, you know, not be responsible for more than just their own duties. I mean, help out on defense, but not, you know, come into our defensive third to get the ball and then try to create from that point. If we can get Jordan up higher, all he has to do is start bodying and hauling ass up the field. I think we'll be fine, but when everybody has to come back and and try to to compensate for a Jordy Dellum or a O'Neill Fisher on the on the wrong side of his on the wrong side of the field because he likes to play on the right, so I, I'm hoping that all we have to do is insert uh, these guys from international duty and you know take take the take the legs off Forrest Gump and let him go. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if you give those guys time together, 
I think it will get better, but yeah, I, I don't know what's up with Ladero. I'm not sure um, why he's not firing on all cylinders because he's just a really creative, high-level, international you know, player. He, he, I think he's just in a funk. You know, I think you can look at Morris and go, he doesn't look physically 100%. Like, I don't know that he's injured, but just after watching thousands and thousands of hours of soccer and seeing how he was running last year versus how he's running this year, it's not a stretch to go, hmm, he's yeah. feeling it physically because he's a physical player. Very. Yep. So I think he's probably hurt a little bit. Dempsey is getting older. He's just not the same Dempsey that he was. Just like you look at Ozzy Alonso, he's not the honey badger anymore. He's still vital and a very, very good player, but he's he's not exactly the same as he was. He's getting a little bit older. Um, that does come with age. I mean, yeah. you're young, you're hungry, you feel, shit, I can, I'll can. i last forever. I can take anything. I can stay up late and get up early and take all kinds of abuse, and then as you get older, <laughs> like, oof. I had too many tacos last night, and that ruins, <laughs> that ruins your next day. You don't. You don't have the same pep in your step, and, yeah. and everything's a business decision. You're going in on a tackle like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm, he's, he's going to go hard. He's gonna he's already got his cleats up. And so you kind of don't go in as tight as as that young, hungry kid that, that yeah. you know, Ozzy, Ozzy left everything to get into a Walmart in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. or wherever it was. So, yeah, of course, he's got he's got nothing to lose. He's, he's the honey badger, but now... Now he's got a family. Now he's got a good contract in his future. He wants to be able to walk his walk with his kids on the beach and not have to have his kids push him. But well, but I think that's the other part too. They're smarter. They're older, but they're smarter. Yeah. And the Sounders, except for one season where we took first place overall in the MLS and won the points trophy or whatever that is. I don't, I don't think anybody <laughs> even cares. Shield. Yeah. Nobody even cares about that. Uh, we've never have we ever just come charging out of the gates and been fantastic the first part of the year. I feel like we're always in transition. Yeah, we're always making late charges into the playoffs, which that's what you should do in the MLS. So I think a lot of it too is guys are yeah still trying to get used to each other, still trying to feel each other out. They don't have that stability yet. Um, we're 15, 16 games in and finally getting our starting back line in there. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think there's urgency to get it right right away. And I think they're smart. They know it's a long season. Um, but like I said, the one thing that does worry me a little bit, not to just completely kill it, but Ladero, I just don't yeah. – I, I can't come up with why he's not quite firing on all So cylinders. the thing that's interesting for me with Lodero is I wonder, given everything else that we know and everything else that has changed or hasn't changed, Lodero's still Lodero and – I wonder if 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 he's got the uh, emotional connection to other players on the team. I wonder if he's getting the leadership and mentorship that he needs on the team. Uh, if you know, going to the you know the, the the multiple duties, if he's being relied upon to mentor and lead, even though he still needs even even leaders need need leaders, right? And I, I'm wondering if there's a little bit of, of disconnect there. Um, and that'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season develops, whether he uh, settles into more of a, a productive routine or uh, whether he ends up 
um, kind of faltering and some young player, you know, uh, what is it that Schmetzer's saying? You got to step up, you got to step up. Or what's the, there's like a line that MLS watercolorist put up. Rise drew, up. Not rise up. Anyway, <laughs> someone's got to step up. You got to break through walls like uh, wow. Joe Ross said the other year, right? But no, seriously, I'm just wondering if, if and, well, and I have no evidence of any of this, but I'm just wondering if there's a leadership gap there. Well, I'm trying to find it, but there were some quotes I think coming from Nico Ladero lately about just how much he loves it here. Okay. And he wants to be like a sounder right. for life, and he wants to be an icon. I think right, is what so he said. That's the problem. We need to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just when nobody's looking, just shoot rubber bands at his back and I give got him you, some... Tim. I mean, I think he's having fun. There's the picture of him eating donuts with oh, Christian God. Roldan. The next guy has to step up. Yeah, that's, step that's, up. Yeah. Oh, there you yep. Go. yep. Um, it's a great. Uh, yeah, that, it's a great painting, by the way, with the ladders and the fire. Yeah, Emily's pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that image with the donuts. Yeah, I, I cannot stop laughing. I mean, Roldan looks. <laughs> I Roldan looks stoned. He looks totally look stoned. At, look at look at Lodero's eyes. His eyes are either red because he's high or yeah. because he's been swimming uh, in yeah. chlorinated water. <laughs> they both. I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got uh, the biggest grin. Oh but no, God. to get back to it, I, I think, I think he's think having Lodera's fun. Pretty happy? Okay. I do. I mean, right. he, he has talked about, I'm trying to find the quote, so I'm just I've, going I've from heard that, I've heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah he okay. wants he, to be a Sounders he likes, icon. He likes Seattle. He yeah. likes the culture. I've heard that mm-hmm. repeatedly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, but that's also what worries me about why he's been so up and down and just kind of in a funk. I don't get it. I don't Do know. Maybe he's too comfortable. I'm, I don't know. I'm I don't know. It. I wonder if there's a there's an element of like I said, you know, he he came on, he played a couple of games with with um, Dempsey last year, and then for the rest of the season, there was kind of from at least the, from the fan perspective, there was he kind of carried mm-hmm. a lot of us uh, to the playoffs, and now he has to battle. I mean, like at the beginning of the season, there was the there was that conversation of he and Dempsey are always in the exact same spot right. and there's so he's yeah. I wonder if he's just trying to figure out where Maybe. his position is in relationship to yeah. to Clint. Yeah. That could, I think that could easily be it. Yeah. He just yeah. he just doesn't know. Yep. He could just, be could be the stability thing. Yeah. Could be still trying to find his place, find out with, you know, how to play with Dempsey. That could totally be yeah. it too. So he's just, not the star on the field anymore. He's not the the one guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So is it just default behaviors on the field colliding sometimes? Or they, yeah, I, is there a sense that they're running into each other from time to time? Well, I just, and this is me guessing again, Dempsey's not a compromise guy. <laughs> Dempsey's going to be Dempsey. So I think Ladero. You're going to come off after 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> did, you watch, did you look at the, he the was exchange <laughs> during the U.S.? Oh, oh man. I, I, I tried to read his lips. I couldn't, but it didn't look. I don't know if he shook his hand. It yeah. was definitely John. But maybe Ladero, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to figure out how to compromise yeah. and how to right. how to fit into this different role all yeah. of a sudden because he showed up and he was basically the guy and yeah we rode him and he mm-hmm. took Chief us phone. to a title, right? Yeah. Um, but now Dempsey's back and you know Dempsey's Dempsey, so he's gonna fill those. <laughs> and Dempsey's really good. Don't get me wrong, he's really really good. Right. Um, I don't hate him like Steve does. Steve wow. Terrible. No, no. Hold on. <laughs> we're going to need to walk that back. Cat I've Peterson's had to, the oh one that God. smashes him into yeah. a wet prune. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. But, yeah, my takeaway is to go all the way back to from the Houston game. Still need a mm-hmm. center back. Um, yeah, I could use another winger, I think, another finisher, which everybody needs that. Yeah. But, right. But we, we could really, really use enough to be a championship team again. 
you need another finisher, you need another winger, yeah. um, and I would wholeheartedly endorse getting a start-worthy center back. I'll settle for anybody every, just put the tap ends away. Every team is an exercise. Every team and every team season is an exercise in resource management, right? So we can sit here and we can talk about, well, if they only got a, another striker and another midfielder and another defender and another and another and another, we don't have the resources to make that happen, clearly. But we can make better I, – I, I think that we can make better choices in roster selection. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on. Do we want to get to real quick the Will Bruin goal sure. and yeah, kind of yeah. walk through that? Well, I, I mean, okay, uh, I actually watched this thing in slow-mo and uh, slow-mo. got it. Uh, what it, it started at our defensive third, probably about 25 yards out. Uh, Svensson picked off a cross from Winger, and then... Who did? Svensson. Svensson. Yes. Svensson, okay, these are my notes. Uh, Svensson intercepted a pass from Winger, about 25 yards out. Flacco... Chases that loose ball down to keep possession. Passes it back to Svensson. Svensson switches to Roldan. Uh, Roldan goes wider with the ball to Nico. Nico taps it inside to Ozzy. Uh, Bruin checks two. Ozzy to Bruin. Uh, then it goes back out to Nico. Out to Bruin to complete the triangle pass. Out to Kovar. Back inside to Ozzy. And this whole time, Roldan is outside uh Outside, just following the play, the ball rolls out to Roldan. Roldan plays an amazing ball from outside in, around the first defender, trailing away from the keeper, backdoor tapping with your head. And where does he head it? He heads it down, not up. That's what big, big-time strikers do. You head it back down to the ground. I'm going to throw an aside here. I'm trying to figure out why you're not a sports journalist because you just ran through that entire segment. That entire it in like, slow-mo. But you made notes, and, I mean, that's oh, yeah, what you got to do, that, right? That's, that's good work. No, well, I mean, I, that's good work. anytime well something good or something bad happens, whether we get scored on or whether we score, I mm-hmm. rewind it until the first turnover, mm-hmm. and then what happens? Like I was saying earlier yeah. in the pod, if you if you move without the ball, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to make yourself wide open, or you're going to take a defender out of the play. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you two, I'm looking across the table, if you two, you know, one of you's on the team, the other's not, you know, the opposite, I have the ball, if he runs that way which is to my right Kevin runs out he's going to (laughs) draw you out of the middle creates moon for me to run or if you decide if you decide to mark me Mm -hmm. then I've got an easy ball to pass to it's all about triangles we don't lose the ball so often until we try the long searching passes you know the the simple balls the possession balls the ones that uh, Marshall's got 100% on for three games straight those are the simple passes You know, the one try, touch, two touch, to eight yard, ten yard, twelve yeah. yard passes. Yeah, those are the easy ones. So, yeah, um, the, it, that it, probably a twelve or thirteen pass. Those sequence. are what possession are built out of, though. But a lot right? of it is moving without the ball that creates that space for you to either mm-hmm. work with or you're wide open for a pass. As opposed to um, giving away the ball and just kind of walking to your next mark. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah I, ball watch that sucks. You watch youth. You watch rec league. They pass the ball off and they're done. I was like, no, dude, if you would have just kept going, <laughs> you were totally open. You were wiggling around. You got something to say? No, I was agreeing with you. I was oh. nodding. Oh, I'm sorry. Distraction. Corner Stop wiggling, Adam. No. no I just, it's my last name. Oh, well, there you go. Wiggle? Adam Wiggle? Is it, it's not Weigel. It's, it's Weigel. Weigel. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I, but most of my entire life, I've gotten Wiggle. <clears> I'm going to get the... Uh, I'm I gonna, still get it. Maybe for the front of this cast, I'll, I'll, I'll get like... The, the Wiggles. Wiggles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that one coming down Captain, Main Street. Captain Feather Sword. Yeah. <laughs> No relation. Oh, yeah. 
no relation. That's funny. All what right. You, what you got, Kev? I was just going <clears> to <throat> say, um, watching that goal again, Roldan's technique on the cross, actually really, really good. His oh. touch didn't quite go out as far as I think he wanted to. It wasn't a bad first touch. But to whip that ball in, I think a lot of times you almost want to be facing directly the end line, and then you can whip your hips around and wrap your yeah. foot around the ball and really get that bend in there. And he wasn't he, – his body angle is actually facing more in towards the goal. And so he had to – he couldn't swing his leg out wide. He kept his leg central. He shortened his backswing a little bit. And, if, and watching it in slow-mo again, he kind of tucks his foot in so he can push the ball and still get spin on it and just puts it perfectly on Bruin's head. Like, I think, like, his technique on that shows that he's a really – Really good soccer player, not only in how he reads the game. He's getting a lot better at that. But just technically, I mean, being able to be a defensive center midfielder and move all over the field and read the game and play all kinds of different passes and then go jump out to that right back spot, yeah. get forward, and swing that cross in from all different types of body angles um, yeah. just shows that Roldan is really coming along and is a, just a very good soccer player. Right, like those are just little things where he knows where to put his foot on the ball and how to put his foot there um, to get it there on a dime. I just yep. I kept watching it over and over and over again, just thinking that is such a great cross. Like he put such good technique on that ball and such good texture on it, so that I mean, I almost felt like he played it off of Bruin's head into the goal. <laughs> like it wasn't just Bruin smacking it down. Like <laughs> Bruin's like, if I just let this hit my head, yeah. it will go in, you know? And he kind of almost said that after the game. Yeah, like, exactly oh, what yeah, if I had missed this goal, I'd have questioned my whole career. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> freaking roll damn played it right off your forehead, man. Like that was such a good ball. I'm really, really, really starting to get a soccer crush on Roldan. He's oh, such a good soccer player. And man. we sort of glossed over the tactical choice that, that was made in moving him forward uh, mm -hmm. to the attacking mid, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Well, other than fucking brilliant. Actually, I, I didn't like Roldan as an attacking center mid. You don't like him? I don't. Well, I know you like not him. Not in this game not because a, okay. I don't think he touched the ball enough. I don't think he was getting on the ball enough as an attacking center mid. And, and when they shoved him out to right back, I think I even texted everybody, okay, I'm not all that pissed about it this time. Like I normally am because I think he'll get the ball more. Like I, I think when he goes out to right back, he'll actually touch the ball and be effective. I didn't think he was getting the ball a ton or enough as that attacking center mid. I think he could be very, very good there. But in that game, in that instance, where you've got Ladero, Dempsey, right, was Dempsey out there? Dempsey was not at the No. Sorry, sorry, But when you've got Mexico. guys running through um, that space all the time, I, I just didn't see him getting the ball enough, right? So I'm trying to think back now. I'm trying to think of one real good play he had. And that's why I got a little lost on Dempsey. No, the there. Sorry, but I'm trying ball. to think back. Like, when did he have, like, really good – impact on the game from that attacking center mid roll from attacking he, yeah he chased the ball down and then worked it around the back or played it back to the goalie and then yeah kind of tried to restart the offense yeah so when he got shifted out to right i was like cool that's fine maybe he'll he'll get the ball and have an impact yeah. but yeah i'm trying to think back now and now i can't i can't think of a time where he was just really impactful on the game from that attacking center mid spot we're far so, enough into the season um sorry go ahead steve no no the the so the the lead up to the Bruin goal where he plays was that from a corner 
Okay. Well, no, no, no. No, what happened? Uh, we ended up winning the ball, and then he played. Uh, someone played it back to. I think maybe he played it back to Fry. Oh, right. And then Fry one timed it back out, but it was too far out in gotcha. front of him. It went out for a throw in, and then they farted around with it, and then uh, it and on the other side of the field. That's when Wanger tried to hit a through ball and couldn't get back past. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good goal. Yeah. Oh, start to finish. Mm-hmm. Right on. Seventy minutes in, so we still had uh, twenty minutes to kill off. And we still had we had another chance, almost identical to that, but it was. Maybe Nico and, and uh, Joven. Now, uh, Joven Jones was just a little bit out of position, you know, maybe a little step slow, and couldn't get enough to that back door to tap it in. Mm-hmm. He'd risk turf burns for it. But <laughs> I have a Adam? question. Mm-hmm. There's somebody who we haven't mentioned who also hasn't seen the field in quite a few. Kovar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. going to bring him up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so Aaron Kovar returned. I thought... So, I thought his pace was a difference. He, he came, came in, in and was. Yeah. What time did he come in? Fifty-four minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he came in and his pace helped. Yeah. I'm not the biggest <laughs> Kovar believer yet. Um, he still got some rust on him. Yeah, I've seen the kid yeah. since he was 11 years old, mm-hmm. so I know him um, and watched him play for a while. He's a very good soccer player. I still think he needs to prove it at this level, but boy, he's getting better. And his pace made a big difference up front. Okay. That was one of my one of the reasons I really wanted us to move the ball quicker through the midfield was to take advantage of how spread out Houston was. Mm-hmm. But then I wasn't sure who we really had up front to take advantage of that and start running in behind. And then when Kovar came in, oh, all of a sudden he was making some good runs and that pace was causing some problems. And I thought that helped us offensively. And, and you know we became more dangerous as a team when he was on the field. Yeah, uh, right-footed, excuse me, left-footed, right-mid, so he, he wants to cut it inside. Um, he had, unfortunately, had a kind of a no-look, one-touch that almost led us to a counter and a goal against, but uh, we got through that okay. It's just one of those things where it was a give-and-go, and he gave it, but just received it and didn't even look and just kind of tried to flick it on to where he thought our player would be, and our player was not there. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, it's ha- happy to see him in. I mean, shoot, we lost him in that Open Cup game versus L.A. And then uh, to start the season, he might have had a groin injury, and he, he overcame the broken collarbone. But then, you know, gosh, it's June now, and this is the first time you've seen the field. So yeah, but I think getting with, depth, which yeah. Is great. <laughs> yeah, with Kovar and Ship, when Ship's healthy, I think that's probably why you don't necessarily need Flacco. You could use that two hundred fifty grand or whatever he's making. Yeah, exactly. So I. It's really good to have those guys back. I, I don't think Kovar is quite start-worthy yet. Ship isn't start-worthy yet, but those are good guys to have on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a big season for Kovar. Like If he can come in off the bench and have an impact, and you know maybe that doesn't translate into longevity with the Sounders, but that could translate into a contract somewhere else. Yep. Yeah, last um, year he— A career with return rights, a career change with return rights. He was yeah. having, and not to jinx it, he was having almost that Zakawani-esque season before Zakawani got broken. Mm-hmm. He was he got a goal, he was you know firing on all cylinders, and then the Colorado mm-hmm. took him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, Colorado. He's, he's deciding mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to stay, not retire, so that's good. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, he did have a trial with a like a Scottish team, didn't he? Kovar? No. 
Oh, I Am thought I he was training with. I didn't know if it was a trial, but maybe it was. I thought he was training just overseas. Training off yeah, with the Rangers or yeah, <laughs> something like that. That sounds familiar. Oh, speaking of Scottish Premier League, uh, this is kind of a obviously. I'm I'm taking this off the tracks. Go for it. Uh, what our pod doesn't go off the tracks. We never I mean, what do are you that. Talking about never what about what about uh, uh, hoops for our next jersey? What like? like you, is this like a rumor so, or, so, or you oh, just no? I'm just saying. What about you know? I'm not saying the the, the rave. <laughs> The rave and the blue Some white not look good, but you know Celtics got a good looking kit. Let's see if Adidas I'd be, could. I'd be okay with like a hoops? like a white. I want super cyan hoops. Horizontal. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, Ooh. yeah. Horizontal stripes. You like that one versus too. vertical? I'm trying to make sure. No, we don't want vertical. If we're gonna do you know, hoops, let's do hoops. We need hoops. I mean, Dallas had them, but Dallas is hoops and hoops. just for a third kit. Yeah, maybe next year. What's All right. It? Is Barcelona doing hoops, or are they doing the vertical stripes? I thought I saw. I feel like I they're doing the verticals. Forth. Well, I think for next year, I think they put some stripes on there. Maybe yeah, we're not going to be confused. Hoops. But I, I do. I'd like, go for hoops. I, I see the uh, what is it? The it's not the Czech. Who, what's the team with the, the that looks like they're wearing tablecloths? The checkerboard. Not the Czech Republic. This is a national team. Anybody? Mm. No. Okay, forget it. <laughs> Well, you've been listening to Kit Chat with the Flounders B team. Um, so we're going to close this segment out. We have a little bit of audio from the Houston uh, fans. Uh, we'll see how that goes because the interviewer, I don't, I'm not going to say who it was, was a little bit impaired during that uh, particular interchange. But way to uh, go, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> and he 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 did a really good Kettleson impression too uh, during that interview. So I was really proud of him. Uh, way to go, Nate Bowling. And uh, once oh, again, it, it was really Nate. I didn't know that. No, it was me. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: <laughs> I was n- drunk. Anyway, um, we'd really like to thank Adam Weigel from Bootstrapper Studios for joining us today. He's probably going to have to pop off before we uh, get the segment going, but uh, stay tuned for uh, the Houston fans, and also stay tuned for some analysis of the upcoming Portland U.S. Open Cup match, as well as uh, a little more roster chat, and then we'll close out the show. But thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. South End here, and I'm sitting here with the, the Houston Dynamo Supporters Group, and I'm here with a, a young man named uh, Jacob Young. Yes. Well, hello. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good. How are you doing? Doing really well myself. Right on. Where are you from originally? Uh, I'm from McAllen, Texas. That's RGB. McAllen. Yes. All right. We got some uh, we got some data centers down there. Yes. Yes. Hey. All right. Anyway, uh-huh. tell me about McAllen. It, it's really cool. It's a small city. We're, of course, 10 minutes from the border of Mexico, and... What's the closest U.S. city? The closest U.S. city? Dallas or Houston? Um, 
Houston, Houston. 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 Okay. All right. We're really close to Austin and all those places, so it's really cool. And we're also close to South Padre Island, which is like an hour away, which is really, it's a pretty cool place. And right on. home of the RGBFC Toros. Okay. Which is a USL the Toros. Team, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we like watching them in this uh, US Open Cup series. Yeah. They do a good job. They do, they do. Very well. Okay. So, what brought you here today? Are you uh, are you local or do you, do you fly out tonight? Uh, we actually we we started this trip on Wednesday. We were at BBVA Compass Stadium. BBVA Compass. Yep. yep. To watch um, the Real Salt Lake take on our team. Yeah. We ended up training with them. Yeah, you did. Uh -huh. No, 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 no. It was great. And then we went. We flew into Portland. To it's a little guy. I mean, it's cute. It's adorable. Okay. I'm into this. I'm inappropriately into this right now. <laughs> All right, Jacob. And then, uh, yesterday, we went to a Mariners baseball game. Oh, right? It was awesome. Right. Okay. Who are you rooting for? The Mariners, of course. Mariners were playing for? Yeah. Playing against? I'm playing sorry. against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> we haven't lost a single game where I've actually worn my King Felix socks. Just saying. I'm going to throw that out there. All right. Anyway, so you came down here from? McAllen, Texas. McAllen, Texas. Absolutely. You look beautiful right now, right now. You got the, pardon my reach, you got the, the Green Star uh, Houston Dynamo Authentic Kit. You got the zip up. I haven't seen the zip up. If we could get the zip up, we'd be pretty happy about that. Yeah, anyway. And you got the Houston Dynamo scarf. It's a little sideways, but it, it is. No, no, no. Let's square it up. Yeah, that's right. Represent. Bruh. It's so nice to talk to you. Thank what question you. do you have? How do you feel about the rest of your season? Well, we feel pretty strong about the rest of our season. Honestly, I'm just scared about the road games. Like the whole MLS. Everybody's well. scared about the road games. Yeah, it's just, it's Bruh. bad. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. it is. Did you see us a couple weeks ago? Oh, yes. Yeah, terrible. KC, yeah. Columbus, man. Exactly. I'm, I'm good. Don't bless, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. But, all right. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much. Do you have any other questions of us? All right. Well, thank you so much. You're listening to the Flanders B Team podcast. Thanks a lot. Hello. Hey, this is Steve Kettleson of the Flanders B Team podcast. I'm sitting here with Leo Salinas, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Very good. Talk to me about why you're here even. Hold on. Let me um, fix my phone. My phone is being ridiculous right now. It's making a lot of noise. There we go. Oh, God, this guy's <laughs> podcast was very noisy. <laughs> but you, Leo Salinas, tell me about why you're here. How'd you come all the way down here? Well, oh, my God. It's the same as him. I, I'm his You look cousin. like 15 years old, bro. <laughs> no, I'm 12. 12? Yes, sir. Shut the front door. <laughs> oh, my goodness, young man. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming all the way down. Talk about it. Why are you a, why are you a Dynamo fan? Um, one day, my parents 
just said, you want to go to a Dynamo game? And Houston, yes. And I'm like, you said, why, yes, oh, yes, I yes, do. Yes, I do. Hell and, yeah. <laughs> I was like seven at the time. Okay. And so it was my first soccer game, professional. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> this is a formation story. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> and so um, it was the first game of BBVA Compass Stadium. Their oh, first, what? The first game. Seriously? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. So, okay, nothing ha happened, yeah. no. <laughs> so I, I just loved it, and I had been playing soccer for a while, and oh my, it wasn't really my favorite sport. So I didn't really focus on it too much. And so after that, I kind of just really got into it. I started watching European leagues, okay. like Manchester United, Chelsea. Who's your Who's um, your uh, Who's your EPL Manchester team? Manchester Man United. Man U. Okay, Kevin will be very happy to hear that. All right, Leo. Kevin Garcia. <laughs> oh, my my oh, friend Kevin Samira, okay. he's oh, on the okay. podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, yes, menu. All right, Leo. Talk to me more. Um So I, so how did you get here tonight? Um same as Jacob. I'm his cousin, so we just okay. like, came together. Jacob brought you down. Yeah. Right on. I've been talking to Jacob a little bit. He's a very nice gentleman. Right on. Well, um, thank you so much. Thank you. Have you done anything interesting while you're here? Um, not How long really. you been here? Just since this morning? Just, no, last night. Or, last night. Or, okay. What did you do last night while you were in Seattle? Um, well, yesterday. Wait, we flew in like a day before. Uh, wow, you've been here a little while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we just, uh, wow. I can't remember what we did last night. That's all right. Um, no worries. Um, just very nice city. All right. Space Needle. Very famous landmark here. Very cool. And right on. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Uh, Salinas. Thank you. Have a wonderful night and uh, go Sounders. Have a wonderful <laughs> night. Dynamo. All right, bye. Gold line's gonna tell me where the light is. Gold line's gonna tell me where the light is. Take our hands out of control. All right, once again, thank you so much to Adam Weigel. You can find Adam at W-Y-G-L-E on Twitter. That's at Weigel. Um, Adam, if you don't know, is uh, the uh, kind of brainchild behind Bootstrapper Studios and is actually um, going to record uh, the video uh, broadcast for the uh, for the Portland-Seattle uh, uh, U.S. Open Cup match coming up on Tuesday. We're recording this on June 10th, 2017 on Saturday. And so, um, Adam, we're going to have him back on after the match to talk about the experience, talk about uh, kind of some of the history because he was there actually recording a video uh, with a crew for Red Card Wedding the last time uh, we met with Portland in the U.S. Open Cup match. So, uh, now it is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So now it's time to talk about the U.S. Open Cup match. I've got uh, Kevin Zamira here with Tim Hamilton. Uh, Kevin Zamira, where can we reach you? 
Kevin underscore Zamira on Twitter. On the Twitter? On the tweeter. Okay, on the tweeters. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, the illustrious uh, Tim Hamilton. The real muffin top model? Why don't you just say... Is it, it, did no, you change it? No. There's <laughs> 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 the fake one. Is there a fake one? <laughs> no, uh, Tim, Tim do you Hilton, have uh, Muffin Top Model on Do you Twitter. have copycats? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. From Russia. They're trying to hack me. <laughs> okay, so here we are coming into a kind of a, a, a lull. We had a nice break, which is very nice for us uh, from a rest perspective, from a roster perspective. And we're going into U.S. Open Cup competition, entering in the fourth round because of our status last year. And it's very strange uh, to be meeting the Portland Timbers this early in the competition. Right? Well, yeah, it's, I, I'm not sure how the draw works out. They've they've done it and broken things down into more of a regional. Uh, Instead of like seeding? Yeah. It, okay. it, you, you, it's not just a put, it, put all the teams in a hat and then have teams from, you know, Charleston fly out to Seattle to play or vice versa. They're going to try to break everybody down. And, and so there is some fixture congestion when or, or log jams where everybody on the West Coast play each other. And we see Portland or San Jose probably the first or second round every time. Um, I think Kevin was saying that uh, there's three games where MLS are playing MLS this first round, which is kind of a bummer. We would like an opportunity to uh, yeah. to play Kitsap Pumas or mm, get a warm-up. Yeah. And not you know, right now. I mean, we're going to talk about it. but We've played the Rowdies before down yeah. in Tampa Bay. We've played – have we ever played like the Des Moines um, – what what's the name of their team? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Menace, Des Moines Menace. I've no. always liked that team just because I come from Iowa and I like their name. Last couple of games, uh, non MLS, we played Cal FC several years ago. Uh, we've played Tampa Bay, like you said. Oh, uh, I went to that Cal FC game, the we, one that was at uh, the in uh, at uh, Mount Tahoma. There was a U.S. Open Cup play uh, game we went to at Mount Tahoma no that shit. was phenomenal. Huh. The new maybe maybe I'm remembering. Maybe that's maybe that was a U twenty. That might have been a U. Well, no, you, was that me, you, and Nate? <coughs> that was, and then Russ Heaton was there. <coughs> I didn't think that was Cal FC. That was, that Cal was, like was Kitsap. a Starfire. Might was be Kitsap. Oh, it was the Pumas. No, 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 no. You're right. No, it's it wasn't Sounders at all. It was Kitsap Pumas versus, versus. a very spunky uh, team that lost by six goals. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to remember. Anyway, that was a couple mm-hmm. years ago. My apologies, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got, uh, Kevin over here on my left and he's furiously making roster notes because we're trying to figure out based on where Portland is in their season and where we are in the season, how much we care about us open cup. We, we had a chat with <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's making, the, eh, <laughs> um, we had a chat with, uh, with, um, Justin from the uh, the PLO five, uh, the Houston supporters, and and they talked about. He talked a little bit about how not really important U.S. Open Cup is for uh, the health of the team and the legacy of the team. And with the Sounders having four under our belts, uh, and you know, as far as modern age being the kind of reigning champions of U.S. Open Cup. How important is this to the team from a front office perspective and interleaving kind of the 
the fan the importance of this competition to Seattle fans. What do you guys think? We Jimbo? we're facing Portland at Starfire, so we've got got an axe to grind there. Yeah, uh, but because other than we don't want to lose to Portland, yeah. period, or or that to add that is the last time we played an Open Cup. But give some new give give our new fans some uh, perspective there. There was a match. Uh, I did not attend the match, so if you have better, oh my God, I was there. Things went off the rails pretty quick. We were wearing our white kits uh, the second half because I think Portland rolled out in their greens. Mm-hmm. Our greens and their greens clashed, so we they switched made to switch. white. Yeah, uh, and that was back and forth. We ended up uh, getting shoot. I'm not sure. We made all three of our subs, and then we started to lose players uh, due to injury and red card suspension. I think we might yeah. have finished finished with nine, eight. Mm-hmm. I think seven is the limit. But we've gone into overtime and uh, shit at the fan. Uh, Dempsey yep. got, I, I think, shoot, what was his <coughs> It name? wasn't Dempsey that got carded first. No, uh, it was... Niasi? Yep, yep. Was it Niasi? Michael Azira. It was Azira. It was totally Azira. Okay, so Azira gets a red card for a pretty Pretty soft tackle. Tackle. And... Clint Dempsey subsequently starts jawing at the referee, right? In in the same kind of exchange, right? Because he's the captain of the team at that point. He's got the captain's armband, so he's supposed to be representing the team. And uh, after Michael Azira gets the red card, the 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 referee starts pointing at the book and saying, "Look, I had him here, and I had him here, and this was the persistent fouling, and this is why I red carded him." And then and I then think Dempsey, Dempsey was getting a yellow card for descent. Was he Dempsey not? was getting a yellow card for descent, and he starts writing in the book, and Clint Dempsey grabs said book and tears it in half and throws it dramatically onto the field, and he knows he's getting a red card for that shit, so he just starts walking away. <laughs> That was a, oh my god, and so and and that was after a string of 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 disciplinary issues and bad cards and bad officiation throughout the entire match for you know two two decent teams. What are you, what are you blinking at here? Officiation. It's a word. It's a goddamn word. <laughs> you just trying to get extra points in Scrabble. No, it is a word. It you, is a word. It's, looked it I up. looked it up you on the internet. There's a dictionary that says officiation is an actual word. Okay, so let's walk that back just a little bit and talk about what... So that was called, colloquially, red card wedding. As such, we've got a bit of an axe to grind with Portland for U.S. Open Cup. And so has anybody been following Caleb Porter's kind of stance towards uh, meeting up with us uh, this early in the matchup? He's... Sounds like he's taking a pretty, uh, a pretty low profile. Not, not boosting this up to be, you know, the end all be all of the season. He sounds like they've just got so many other irons in the fire that they can't, they can't field a significant team. They can't put a lot of their energy into winning this thing because, because of the MLS matches. They and have. by irons in the fire, they're playing Dallas today. And by the time you hear this, you'll you'll know the result. But. They're playing Dallas today, and they've got some pretty tight, tight congestion in the Ross in the uh, in the schedule coming up over the next few weeks, right? Oh yeah, I mean uh, I, they've got Dallas today, yep. and then uh, us on Tuesday, and then they play 
you know, the following. Mm-hmm. At, yeah, they're at Colorado on the 17th. So they've got three games in seven days, really. Yep. And Which is where we were a couple weeks ago. They're traveling to two of them. They've also got players on an international duty like mm-hmm. we do. Yep. Yep. And it's just you can't you can't put all of your horses in on this. I think you, honestly, I think you can. I mean, you want uh, you think he can? Well, I think he's got the. Maybe the we shouldn't worry too much about tomorrow. It's a it's a one off tournament. You win it. You know. Well, yeah, I just think we'll know more after today's game. Let's see who against played, Dallas. How many yeah, that's a hurt. big game for Portland. There it were, is a there huge are a couple game. points behind Dallas in the standings. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So if they they're gonna go for it, even though yeah. I mean, they are missing Nagby and Guzman, and I think they're missing another uh, defender, Powell. So they're missing three players, but two of them are midfielders. Um, I don't think Powell's a starter. So, I mean, they're going to go for it against Dallas. That's a big game at home. Dallas is not good on the road, as we've already said. So I think, you know, Portland's going to want to win that game. They're a lot more interested in winning that game. Um, yeah, they're going to want to beat the Sounders. Yeah. But they're but also going to want to go to Colorado and not throw away a game. That's a Colorado's highly, highly really winnable. Yeah, that's a highly winnable game, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, if I'm Portland, maybe I give it a shot in the first 20 minutes and see how it goes. Um, you know, take a look at what the Seattle Sounders lineup is and, you know, hey, if I can put maybe a 60% lineup out there, because just looking at the Sounders lineup, I mean, they could put something decent out there, but then they have to play again in four days. Um, and I think they're at New York City, so yeah. it's a long way for the Sounders to go. I just think there's a lot more Sounders to lose in this sure. than there is for Portland to lose in this. Um yeah, we're rivals, but I mean, doesn't look like Caleb Porter's saying a ton about the U.S. Open Cup game. I, I, if I'm Portland, I want to try to move up the standings. We're getting close to the second half of the season. Yep, they're going to want to move up the standings. Seattle just finally got above the red line. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They and don't want to jeopardize that. We've got more to lose. It's our home match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Portland. Oh yeah, Portland's on the road. So, uh, yeah. What's our record in Starfire in U.S. Open Cup? Just the one loss, right? Yep. Red card wedding. (laughs) I mean, like I said, I think once the whistle – I might have said this off mic, but once the whistle blows, we're all going to be rooting for Seattle. You know, F Portland, they suck. We hate them. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, a few days removed from it, trying to think rationally about it. So you know. you've got some notes there. Why don't you go through uh, the depth chart for? Um, why don't you go through the depth chart and what we might be choosing? Who do we have available? You start Who crossing people available? off because yep. of this, that, and the other. Yeah, I tried to look at just positionally, just forward, midfield, defender, forward, whatever. Adekoya, Bruin, put one of those guys up there. I'd rather put okay. Adekoya up there than Bruin. Give Bruin a rest. No, and let him that- let Bruin come out for NYCFC. Yeah. Jordan Morris yeah. could be back in time. I just you wouldn't waste him. No. Not not in the that's me. And I'm no, that's me I'm too. usually too much on the safe side of things, but um no. I Morris wouldn't even be allowed to put on a jersey for the US Open Cup game if it's me. I don't know what Schmetzer's gonna do. He's probably much more of a competitor than I am when it comes to this stuff and it's his job, but 
Morris wouldn't even be allowed to put on a jersey for me. Even if he doesn't start or play a minute versus Mexico. No, I'll give that kid a break. He just doesn't look physically 100% to me. Okay. I say give him a break. Even though Morris probably doesn't want a break and Schmetzer probably doesn't want to give him a break, I wouldn't play him. I put Adekoya up front and let Who's him run around. Take his helmet away. Yeah. Okay, so quick Hide question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us on a little bit of a tangent, but who's making that call? Somebody was talking about whose team is it? Is it Schmetzer's team or is it Lagerway's team? I think it's Schmetzer. I think Schmetzer's making that call, but I wouldn't doubt if they make the call together. You know. Okay, fair but enough. But, yeah, I bet Schmetzer makes that call, and Morris, too. Morris is a professional, you know. Um, what really concerns me, midfield will be okay. We're fine there. I'm not too concerned about it. Alonzo's available, I think. I mean, we haven't been able to to see a whole U.S. Open Cup eligible roster. But as far as I know, Alonzo's available. Kovar's available. Ladero's available. Mathers, I don't know if he's hurt. He should be there. Roldan's available. Svensson could play in there. Um, you start looking at S2 players. David Olsen could come down and play. Um, he, he seems to be highly thought of. Um, as a good attacking option. But you could have a decent midfield of Flacco, Ladero, Kovar, Alonzo. Um, there's another kid, Sari, um, that I think could play in there from what I've been reading and hearing about him. So you could have a decent midfield. That's okay, you know, and, and get away. And that's why I say you can get away without a Koya up front because you'll have a decent midfield. Kovar, Ladero, Alonzo, or Roldan in there. Like, you're okay in your midfield. That That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the huge concern is the back line. <clears throat> yeah. Alfaro out with an injury, as far as we know. Um, Fisher on international duty. Jones on international duty. Torres on international <laughs> duty. Evans still can't play a full 90 from what no. I know. Yep. Um, 75 times. Chad Marshall available? Marshall is available. But he is an ice cream headache away from missing yeah. another match. <laughs> yeah. So I think your back line probably has to be... Marshall and Svensson at center back. Evans starts it right back. Nuhu out at left back. And then I think you have to plan some subs for Evans. Tolo Nuhu. So <laughs> I'd probably hold Roldan off. Let's see if you need to plug him in some more. Yep, plug him in for Evans at right back at some point because you know he needs a sub. And then Svensson at center back. I'd probably sub him out at some point, too, just because you're going to want him for NYCFC. Mm-hmm. Um, so you put a kid in there. I don't know who. Um, Ella, I think is how you say his name. Is <laughs> I just read his name online a little E-L-L-A? bit ago. E-L-E. 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 So he uh, seems Ella. to be you know, well thought of from S2. But you know, I've said before, if Alfaro is the best center back coming out of S2, then I don't think you have many options from S2. But... I would just feel as many fighting kids as I could for the Sounders. Put them in there. Hungry, hungry hippos. And if I'm Portland, <laughs> I I take a look at the first one. I'll, I'll go, okay, let me put a 60% roster out there and see what's going to happen. And then after 20, if it looks like this is a dogfight and it's a bunch of kids tackling for their careers that want to make an impression. You get your 75% yeah, team in the 18. No, I pull kids. Yeah, I start pulling people if I'm Portland. I'm like, okay. nah, 20 minutes in. If this looks like people are getting injured or we're not really into it, then, okay, whatever. Pull and, out and, and you just throw it away. Yeah. I think you, if you're Portland, you take a little bit of a wait and see because they've got less to lose than we do, I think. they But they've got the three games in seven days. Yeah. So, so 
so just throwing this out there, if Portland, and they never would because they're terrible, but if Portland were to win the U.S. Open Cup, would we then be competing with them in Champions League? Oh, I don't next know. Next year in 2018, when that finally gets back on the uh, global cycle. If, if I mean, there's still the end of the season. There's so many berths at stake. You know, USA has the Open Cup, the basically the Western Conference champ, the Shield, and the MLS Cup. There's like four berths, right? Maybe not the Western, but whoever finishes second. Yeah, so it's Supporter Shield, it's Supporter Shield, MLS Cup, 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 it's US Open Cup. Isn't it three? Is there a fourth berth? Is it? It they they dropped it from Eastern and Western to Supporter Shield. Okay. I thought, but uh, listener, please correct us on Twitter. We we do get. I mean, we still have one berth from last cup, mm-hmm. even though it's not going to be until 2018, as when we get into the Champions League. Right. So, so U.S. Open Cup and MLS Cup, we only get one berth. We, we don't get to play twice. We, well, we're, yeah, we could. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we should. We should have participated this year, but they they did a, a like yeah. A they did the schedule change just to yeah. get everybody in. They yep. had to take a year off. Um, so we'll see what happens. I I, I want to win everything you, you get yourself into. Of course. Uh, okay. This this might be one of those matches that you charter the flight to New York just so you don't have to f- fart around with such short notice. You know, I think we're allowed like four charters a year. As opposed to commercial air. Okay. Yeah, you guys want to know how, yeah, how talk we get to Okay. So for the U.S., three berths are allocated through MLS regular season and playoffs. So the MLS Cup winner, the Supporter Shield winner, and the other regular season conference winner. Okay. So Supporter Shield yep. and then the opposite. So it is Eastern and Western, basically. Yep. Okay. And then the fourth berth is allocated to the winner of its domestic cup competition, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open. So, yeah, four. Okay. So four. All right. Basically, well, thank you, Tim. Shield, mm-hmm. Eastern, Western, and Open Cup. Done. Because mm-hmm. one of the Eastern Western is going to win the MLS. Shield, Eastern or Western, MLS Cup. Uh, so the U.S. <laughs> Open Cup, it's, 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 such a, it's tight. It's tough. We don't know what we're going to look for. So this should be fun. Uh, other than the match, going to the match, is this, do you have any idea if this thing's going to be streamed? Well, yes. Yeah. Adam Weigel, as we Brute just stated at uh, Brute Stapper Studios, uh, is going to be streaming this. This will be available, I believe, on uh, soundersfc.com. Oh, for sure. Yep. Oh, by the way, yeah, soundersfc.com also does the audio stream on weekday games so that you don't have to listen to freaking Ron and Don, you know, puke all over each other with their political commentary. Well, Ron and Don run when they should be playing uh, Sounders matches basically is well they they do their nine you know Monday through Friday drive time shite oh okay ninety seven point yeah. three yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but they don't yeah they don't so that's yeah they, they don't get preempted by no, soccer matches not. no unfortunately not it's unfortunate so I've so, never listened to those guys ever the boys that uh, I tweet at Sounders FC and they said uh, just check yeah, out our website and. It. Yep. We should be able to have a stream for you. So I listened to a YouTube stream on the way uh, over the bridge the other day for the uh, the latest midday match, which was what uh, KC midweek match, so. the KC match where we got just our asses handed to us. Home? Oh, away, away. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had what that Chicago and uh, yeah, we've had some roster congestion as well, and um, I'm interested in what uh, what we think Portland's going to field. As far as a team, is Portland also looking for that sixty percent team? And like you said, walk away. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know the exact players they're going to put out there because I don't. I don't know their depth. No. Nope. But I think they have to go for it against Dallas at home. I mean, I think that's just a bigger contest for them. So I think they're going to go for it. Home chance to jump up ahead of Dallas in the standings. Um, I think you don't take advantage of a bad Dallas team on the road. I think you're asking for trouble from your players, from your fans. So I, I see Caleb Porter going for it, but no, I think you. I mean, you I mean against Caleb the Sounders, I don't, I don't know exactly who they'll throw <clears throat> out there, but if I were them, I'd be looking deep, deep, deep down their roster too. Who knows? Maybe in the media, he's been Caleb Porter. I'm sorry to step on you. But in the media, Caleb Porter's been talking very significantly about how unimportant U.S. Open Cup is to him and really talking it up. And I just from what I know about Caleb Porter, I, part of me wants to say he's going to pull a Scooby-Doo he's on us and it, like, say, oh, this isn't important to us. And then he's going to start Adi, Nag Bay, uh, fine. <laughs> Shara, I hope he whatever. Does. Because, I, because I why? Does. Because then, um, like I said, Three games in seven days. Yeah, they're probably going to go for it against Dallas. I don't know if he has Nagby back. I don't know if he'll have Nagby back for the. Oh, good point. No, he's yeah. on international. You're right. Yeah, he'll be back. Oh, I mean, they, they play play Sunday versus Mexico at Mexico. Whether he plays or not, he that's can fly at, home. But that's Mexico City. Yeah, he's probably going to Nagby's the starter. He's probably going to play the full game against Mexico City. He's going to fly home. Go to Tequila, play a full game against the Sounders. I mean, it's going to get a couple injections. You will be Maybe I'm wrong. I, I 100% could be wrong, <laughs> no. but I, I, I don't think any player that is playing. Did Nagby play the full game against TNT? Oh, I don't recall. Yeah, no, I don't know. I he started. Turned it down. Then he must have. Yeah. Yeah, because so, Dempsey, Dempsey came off. I was pissed. Yeah, he's going to play the. He should. Nagby's a very good player for the U.S. team. I mean, he should play the full game. I don't think you go away to, you know, do all that travel, play two full games, then come home and play against the, what potentially could be a not very good Sounders lineup at Starfire. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely misreading it. Okay. But Let me, I don't, uh, I'm going to pull up the international either team in the fourth round of the, of the U.S. Open Cup throwing a bunch of big players out there. Okay. Not that the Sounders can, but, hey, it's the fourth round. Like, yeah. okay, if we throw some kids out there and we win, great. Move on to the fifth round, and now it matters a little bit more. Yeah. There's eight teams. We're in the quarterfinals here. Okay, now so, we'll start playing for it. But frick it, just mail it in, so and if you one, can win, you win. The, the risk versus reward yeah. here is just such a high risk. Yeah. Right? But if you, just, what if you choke and lose to Dallas? Then does that yeah. change the? It the, changes the arc of the whole season no, for you. I think if you choke and lose to Dallas, you better go to Colorado and win. <laughs> so I think you're like, screw the U.S. Open Cup. Like yeah. now, now. We're potentially going to get passed up by the fifth and sixth place teams. Yeah. So we better go to Colorado and win. So I think if you want the Sounders to win in the U.S. Open Cup against Portland, you have to hope that they that the Timbers beat Dallas, jump ahead, have a little bit of a cushion. Okay, the Colorado game doesn't mean as much in the near term. And yep. yeah, okay, we'll we'll see if we can like Sounders are going to be. Not at full strength, so yeah, let's see if we can play some guys and get out there. So like we were talking off air, you think that a Dallas, a, a positive Dallas result tonight mm -hmm. uh, affects his his team selection uh, going into U.S. Open Cup? 
mm-hmm. and he might be a little more risky mm-hmm. and 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 put some play. So Portland themselves, they they have a pretty limited uh, international duty footprint right now. Uh, the only folks that they have affected are, like you said, Darlington Nag Bay, which, by the way, isn't it great to have him for? USA just He's available good. for USA yeah he got a citizenship and kind of got that squared away I mm-hmm. remember talking about this four years ago with friends about how cool it would be if he actually like you know player, did man. that and got mm-hmm. his documentation squared away and, and squared away anyway he's uh he's called up for a CONCACAF friendly uh, for a World Cup qualifier and then uh, David Guzman is uh called up for Costa Rica mm-hmm. <clears throat> so anyway very good very good so for um, for for Sounders, uh, our impact is a little more significant. Uh, we have four uh, national team call-ups. We have Clint Dempsey, who's for the World Cup qualifier um, uh, June eighth and June eleventh, uh, as well as uh, well June eighth was last week, but uh, June eleventh at Mexico. Jordan Morris uh, as well. Roman Torres for Panama. And uh, Joven Jones for Trinidad Tobago. So we, I think we have six. Uh, just looks like four based on MLS.com, but uh, MLSsoccer.com. Dempsey, Morris, Jones, Torres, Fisher, Delem. Fisher, Delem. Um, Those guys are doing the Caribbean Cup. Caribbean Cup. Oh, Caribbean Cup. So yeah. I, I was just looking at yep. International uh, World Cup. I think so. Yeah. That's why we're struggling so bad on the back line. Torres, Jones, Fisher, Delem. Those oh. are four guys that could play on the back line. That's and I would, funny. I'd, I'd love to roll Dellum out Dillon. there. I'd love to roll him out there. But, I, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I, I read this week that, yeah, Dellum is also going, and so is Fisher. I'm so. about to tweet something from Flounder's B team. What a mess. Yeah. that. Ba- I mean, your back line won't be terrible. I mean, you could roll Nuhu, Marshall, Svensson, and Evans out there, but... You're risking a lot too. Well, you know, it, like we always talk about, if you if you're only changing one piece of that back line, mm-hmm. might be all right. Yeah, uh, it will have Ozzy technically. You know, we'll have him and maybe Roldan above. Mm-hmm. So that could be the only missing piece, and we're not moving too much around. Now, Starfire is kind of a tight bang box where yeah. bodies are gonna bounce around, hit the floor. But eh, I like it. Uh, when you start messing around with two or three people, then then you got a lot of moving parts and, and your cohesion goes out the window. Yeah. I would just – I wouldn't risk it. So okay, what we're praying for is um, Portland kicked the crap out of Dallas. Yeah. And then Adi has a chainsaw accident with Timber <laughs> Joey <laughs> in a celebration. Now, I'm not saying he has so to cut his leg off, but maybe yeah. drop, drop the wood on his a toe. A deep gash that you know he'll eventually recover from, but just not real quickly. So you remember okay. earlier yeah. in the season when uh, who was who was the player that couldn't figure out how to start the chainsaw when Timber Joey handed the player the chainsaw? And everybody's like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking cut their leg Why off. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Anyway. I wouldn't. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't handle it. No, no teeth. No, no bad chance. idea. Yeah, bad idea. It's like watching the Atlanta players try to hammer in that stick. This is not going to go well. After they score, they, you know, at the end of the game, they they drive nails into a, uh, uh, a you know, railroad spike or something into into wood. But that has yeah, that was weird. Place to happen. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, anytime you're not, you got to wear safety goggles for that kind of thing. 
Absolutely. All right. So do we have any predictions on result or are we just going to go? We're going to support. I'm going to be there in the stands with Kevin over Mm -hmm. here uh, on Tuesday. It's going to be so fucking great. I honestly think we will come out on top. Two to one. Um, I don't think it's going to go to OT or PKs. You take Caleb at his word that he's not going to send a reasonable team. Regardless of what he sends, I think being here in Seattle will have a lot of passion behind, a lot of memories and a lot of skeletons that we need to, you know, uh, demons, I guess, exercise, whatever. whatever uh, uh. Exercise the demons. All right. My prediction, pain. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to Starfire lately. You know, I don't know if they've redone it's been the a while. But that does get hammered. You know, they have to replace that thing. I like, know, I, I ride year. the train, um, and I just love looking up when I get to Tequila, looking to the left. I'm like, mm, mm. I love that place. I love the place so much. I do. So, uh, so we'll be there on Tuesday. I'm going to bring the task game, and I'm going to try to get some uh, some supporters' perspectives, and I'm going to try to get over to the to the opposing side if they'll let me I, and and talk with the Timbers fingers folks. Crossed, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I, <laughs> yeah. I I I hope we we can make that happen. Um, I could be like, look, I have a Twitter account and everything, uh, and I can you know. Can we get like? journalist credentials or something i would love to get creds we should see how i would fucking love to get creds i've read great stories about how people have made up um like blogs and stuff that they write for and get journalist credentials like i wonder if we could fake it and apply for something and this is our 10th episode we're fucking legit kids seriously a lot of work seriously we gotta apply for some credentials okay i'll go for it i'll do it this week i'll i'll uh, monday morning i'll I'll get to Yo, dog. Yeah, no, no, totally. I've been vetted. Like, I got. I have an assistant. Yeah, right. I have. I'm TSA I'm, pre. I'm going to. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Same thing. I'm Just good, bring baby. your TSA pre card. Yeah, that's right. I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going to Sounders HQ on Monday. Is there anything you want? Are you really? Yeah. What for? What? Oh, I want an Xbox. Yeah, that's pass. right. Okay, yeah. talk to them. Talk to the promotions people. Wait, look, I'm on a podcast. We're going on Tuesday. We need to make this happen. Oh my god. Oh get oh us God. passes, and if yeah. you can get two Xboxes, that'd be great because I need an Xbox. They probably pass them out right. like candy. They Just probably, good. I think get yeah, them. the message is like, "Hey, bro, this has been sitting on my desk. You're gonna come and get it, or what?" Yeah, tell them if they don't give you an extra Xbox, we're gonna run a, a free spot for PlayStation. Yep, do it, do it, do it. Okay, this is getting ridiculous. Alrighty, All right. so. Um, we got a couple minutes left. Do you want to talk a little bit about roster construction and kind of the ch- the churn and swirl that's been going on around uh, Garth Lagerway and the couple of guys in in air quotes that he's been that they've been working with? Well, any uh, speculation Alvaro as Fernandez, to who his contract is yep. coming due the end of coming this month. to an end, and, and we're giving not... him some leeway because yeah. he's been a good guy for us. Um, I don't know if they're going to. Just let him play out maybe the rest of the season. I, I, I it sounds like they're just gonna. Let we're him we're go. giving him the flexibility. If he gets a contract, we'll let him go whenever we need to. He needs sure. us to let him go. Maybe yeah, that's what it looks like. Week by week basis, <clears throat> game by yeah, game. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So, um, I don't know how that's many. Very very amiable uh, separation. Do we have a twenty three man roster? How many players do we have on our roster? How many can we hold? That's that's I I haven't done that kind of research, but it sounds like we've got some cap room and we've got a DP mm-hmm. spot that we could potentially buy down uh, Ozzy's contract and sign so, a player. Unlimited money, Kevin. Who do, what do we need to sign? What are the positions oh. we need to sign? Unlimited oh, money, no restrictions. Player. A center back. A center back and? 
I think you need another center forward. You need another number. Um, you need a nine? Yeah, okay. I think so. I think you got to have it. And then I'd love to have another speedy winger. Okay. Someone out there that could run at defenses and cause problems. Like I said, when Kovar came on, his pace made a difference. Um, Bruin's been extremely helpful. But I do think Morris's best position is out wide. Um, but, you know, if he could become that number nine, that'd be great. So I'd love to have Morris or Bruin as that number nine, get another speedy winger to play out on the left or out on the right. Um, so you'd have some different combinations that you could play with up there. Um, but, yeah, I think you need a center back or some defensive cover as well. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, do you have any specific people that you know that are on the market that Garth might be looking at? I think I think Henderson is uh, in uh, or was in Argentina. Tell me more about Henderson. I'm uh, just gonna look up his Twitter right now and see where he's been <laughs> taking pictures. But it's I think he was I think he was at a, a, a like a second division game. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, I, I'm guessing he's gonna continue to try to. Uh, find something in South America. Um, I know on our Twitter exchange, we, we talk about Zlatan. We talk about... Who has been signed. Has been signed. But is he going to LA? <laughs> well, I don't know if he's been signed. I but, just heard oh, that my bad. he is going to sign for LA Galaxy. So LA That's Galaxy. That's the initial report. And then uh, does it look like Chicharito is going to LA FC? We were hoping we could get Chicharito. And there's... there's uh, uh, there, uh, Yeah, I think Chicharito's gone. And there has been some chat about Rooney, Wayne Rooney. Oh, we've done that. I, I have we talked about that on the show? To what degree? You and I, we, we've talked about it. We chatted it about on the Twitters. On our yep. Twitters. Um, I mean, we're looking at anybody, honestly, uh, anybody that could uh, that could play. I fidget, so yep. sorry if you hear that. Fidgeter. Um, sorry, that was broken, broken English there. Uh, um, uh, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney, yeah, of course. I, I know you're talking about a speedy winger. You know, if we put Jordan on the right, we could essentially move Jones up into that spot and then fill that hole in the back left with. Did we like Tolo. Jordan on the left earlier? Didn't we talk about that? Do we like Jordan on the left, or was that rolled on the left? We don't Didn't like Jordan on the left. Over, no, no, no one's no, no, no one's no. fit. No one's on talking about. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we we have a slot on the left for well, sure. I know. I know. We we've also toyed with the idea of putting a you know digging uh digging zakawani out of retirement and putting him up there but so who's that's not gonna happen who's pulisic playing for right now come on now that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but there what was there was a there was a winger from a german club uh, one of the youth players i want to say like kaiserslatten say some i know mm, the player kaiserslatten no the kid's name oh had had a very like german feel to it um Kisa Vitter? Does that sound right? Anybody? Anybody? That's him. I don't know what he's under. I mean, he's he's. I don't know if he's playing in for any uh, uh, first teams, but I think he he hooked up with Jordan Morris in one of the youth uh, tournaments. Fair enough. So, so if he's got experience with some of the players on our team, that that could work out. Well, they can ride it. <clears throat> Bicycle boat for two. So is it fair to say that anything that we could uh, put out there right now is purely speculative and Everything probably not a value add? All right. So 
as uh, things develop in the news, we'll we'll provide a little bit more insight or speculation or shitpost, whatever applies. And uh, I think that I think that just about wraps it up for us today. Any uh, final hot takes from uh, Kevin's Myra? I got nothing for you. You got nothing for yep. me. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing you on Tuesday. Do you no, want to meet me there? My hot take is that I just saw the teaser trailer for Black Panther, and it's going to be the best Marvel comics universe. Have you seen Wonder Woman movie. yet, though? That's DC. I know it's DC, That's but DC. I'm yes. wondering if you've seen Wonder Woman. I saw Wonder Woman, and it's fantastic. Did Livy see it It's yet? problematic, yeah. um, but yes, the, the it's smile on my daughter's face. Yeah. When and and my son absolutely just loving Wonder Woman was pretty cool. I didn't think they'd love it so much, and they did. So Wonder Woman is a great movie. It is problematic for lots of reasons. Okay, um, but Black Panther is going to be amazing. Right on. That's one of those teaser trailers you watch and you just get excited. I can't wait for it. Pumped to watch that movie. It's not coming out till I think February of 2018 or something. That's fair. So like that, but no, I will be, be there. That's my hot take. Going to be the best Marvel Comics Universe movie ever. My favorite show growing up as a kid when I was roughly 7 o'clock growing up in the Chicago area was Wonder Woman with her golden lariat and her invisible jet and whatever. Mm -hmm. It was so fantastic. Mm -hmm. I just love Linda Carter. She was... Linda Carter. She was fierce. I loved her, man. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. She was beautiful. Hot take, Tim. Hot take, Tim. I got nothing. Follow us on Twitter. <clears throat> follow subscribe. us on Twitter subscribe. at floundersbteam.com. Um, follow us on Twitter at floundersbteam. Subscribe at floundersbteam.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever quality podcasts are distributed. Thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. I have been Steve Kettleson, and uh, I'm joined by Kevin Zamira, Tim Hamilton, and Adam Weigel. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Huh? We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I'll be looking at you from the face down.